Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Hallelujah Anyway podcast. I'm your host Rebecca Entz and on today's episode we are going to be talking about childlike faith. And as usual, looking at scripture, seeing what God's word has to say about childlike faith, um, how to apply it to our lives, because that's always the aim, um, not to just be hearers only, but doers of the word. And then we're even going to be looking at some of my um, text messages between my friends and I. Um, I'm going to read you guys um, some of their insight because it's really awesome. And I definitely feel like it is the Holy Spirit just speaking on through them and kind of just the importance of godly community because it has been a rough time for me and just being able to have like godly women surrounding me that I can text them tell them how I'm feeling and then be edified like that is a gift from God so we're gonna kind of talk about those messages and how that relates to this season um for me in particular and if you can relate to it or if you just hold on to anything that I've said for a later season or if you can share it with somebody. But whatever the Lord chooses to do with this episode, I'm here for it. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. So before we get into this episode, I'm just gonna say a word of prayer. So please join me. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for who you are and for all that you do. Lord, I just thank you for being my father and for being my best friend. And that even when I can't necessarily feel like you're there or that I'm 100% sure of what's all going on with my walk, I can know that you are constant and that we can know that you are constant. And I just thank you for this podcast episode and for the opportunity to just freely be able to speak about you um, and that this word blesses somebody lord um you know who needs to hear what and i just pray that everything that proceeds out of my mouth is all of you and none of me and that your word just comes forth and that our hearts are good and soft ground to receive um and that you just move in somebody's heart in jesus name we pray amen so childlike faith so when let's kind of go for like a little bit of back history um on kind of how this episode came about The way that I've been feeling recently, I can't really put into, like, exact words what it is, but I can kind of try to. So, I think we're going to get into these text messages a little earlier in in this episode because that's kind of how this conversation between my friends and I started. Um, So, I had reached out in the group chat and I was like, y'all please pray for me. This season is odd. It's like sometimes I feel safe, sometimes I don't, but it's a lot worse this time because like they know that I've been through this countless times. Um, And so I'll just start again. It says, y'all please pray for me. This season is odd. It's like sometimes I feel safe, sometimes I don't, but it's a lot worse this time. Um, And y'all, it really is. (laughs) Um, It's like I said, it's like I feel completely excluded from the body of Christ and just feeling like a fake. Um, I just said I'm like a fake. Um, like, I don't even know how to pray in power anymore and feel powerless. And, like, I can slightly feel like I still love God, but there's still this weird feeling. And it's like, I can't even feel excited about Jesus coming back because I don't even know if I'd make it. And whenever something good happens to me, it feels like God is doing it for his name's sake and doesn't actually have relationship with me anymore. So that's kind of how I've been feeling for a little bit, which was kind of shocking to me that I was able to put it into words because I couldn't for a little bit. Um, if I had to kind of put a marker 
on when this feeling started. It's weird because it comes and goes. It's like, I could be doing this episode right now. But this time, the way I'm feeling right now is actually a lot different. Because my friends have kind of, God has used them to reveal to me that this is literally just a test. So I'm one of those people that once I find out that it's not a fault on my end and that it's just a test of my faith, I'm like, oh, I can still make this. With Jesus, I'm going to make it. (laughs) But when it's like an issue of myself and having to kind of wrestle with that, it's a little bit harder for me. So none of this is... um, just a test I feel a lot better which is true because I've been through things like this before this time is just more severe so that's kind of just how I've been feeling and interestingly enough when I went to my um, youth group's third Thursday service um they were I think who came the big brother and sister club came and then that if y'all know what that is it's like um vulnerable children in certain areas they can sign up for the big brother big sister program and then somebody can be their big brother or somebody can be their big sister and just kind of almost like a mentorship and like a friendship which is really cool so they came and were asking for people to sign up and then when um some another group came and they were talking about an orphanage which and i think that was in the philippines for girls I think it's a girls orphanage I think in Philippines and then um the one the sister of the girl who went to the Philippines to handle the orphanage she's um based at the church home and she said that she was looking for people to join children's ministry all right so I'm like I never really thought of myself as a children's ministry person and as much as I love kids I just never really thought about like oh like let me go get involved in children's ministry but this time I just felt very led to do so and there's a number of reasons that I feel like God asked me to but I feel like for this specific season um, one of those reasons is simply just to teach me childlike faith because I've been asking God this is actually like I'm now realizing as I'm talking to you guys um and answer to prayer because I would pray I'm like Lord because around this time last year was when I found out my spiritual giftings and then I found out that I operated in the prophetic and I'm like all of these cool things right so it's a lot of meat in that sense so because the word will talk about how some are on milk some are on meat so I started getting into a lot of meaty things this time last year learning about deliverance ministry like heavy 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 things and somewhere along those lines I feel like I kind of just forgot the simple gospel or kind of just forgot childlike faith and that has kind of come full circle for me because I kept praying probably for the last couple of months I'm like Lord I just want to get back to a place where I just learned the simple gospel that I'm just in love with you for you and not just so focused on my giftings and what I can do with them and what I'm supposed to be doing with them because then I'm always like I was even talking to the Lord the other day and I said Lord it feels like I haven't really posted like a word um on even my Instagram for a little bit because there was a time probably in my senior year of high school and it was pretty much every single morning even in my college freshman year um every single morning I would read my bible and then I'd have a word and sometimes I just forget that there are seasons for things not that I should ever stop sharing the gospel but sometimes it's not going to be as constant and that is okay now I'm not sure if that's exactly this circumstance for this maybe the Lord wants me to get back into that and that's just something that I need to work out with him but kind of just coming full circle and I've just been 
praying for months for the Lord to bring me back to a place um, where kind of where I was I think before my junior year of high school just learning about him like I found notes in my old bibles and I'm like I don't even think I speak to the Lord like this anymore and it was just it was very simple very easy um I didn't have all the and I command every and obviously there's nothing wrong with when you get into the meat and you and your prayers are different you're supposed to grow but I never want to lose touch with that childlike faith so Lord has brought me back and then coming full circle again to children's ministry um I feel like one of the main reasons that the Lord allowed me to join is simply to just show me what that looks like. And I have done children's ministry service one time this past Sunday, and I feel like I have learned so much. So I'm really excited to see how that continues going. Um, So yeah, that's kind of a little bit of back history. I'm trying to think of anything that I might be forgetting. Um, But yeah, just a super weird, like almost hollow feeling, just very gross. I don't like it. Because I'm, I like this full feeling where I'm like, wow, I'm so full of Jesus that I'm just like all over the place. But it kind of just hasn't been like that. So I'm going to, I'm trying to figure out now because, because of the text message, I'm like, I don't know. Let me think about my flow. I'm going to read some Bible verses about childlike faith and then we're going to come back to the text messages. So um starting with Luke 18:17 again these are from the King James Bible um King James version um it says Luke 18:17 verily I say unto you whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein so Jesus makes it very very clear um if you don't have childlike faith which is what this episode's about if you don't um accept the kingdom what does it say verily i say unto you whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of god as a little child shall in no wise enter therein and there's just obviously there's this purity that the lord desires in his church that mimics their of a um, that of a child when we think about children and their relationships with their parents they don't even if they ask a lot of questions it's there's still this almost blind faith that you just trust like okay mommy and daddy might have said no but I'm just gonna go along with it or there's just this willingness to just know that there's this trust have you ever seen those videos where um dads will like be standing at the bottom of the stairs and then a baby they'll tell the baby jump 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 and then that they're gonna catch them now first they're like hmm anyway <laughs> but the baby at some point maybe like, oh toddler is a better word here you know there's no one month old jumping from stairs but the the child ends up jumping and before you know it there's just this trust that's placed there so the word is saying if you don't receive the kingdom of god like a little child like with just that trust with that faith you can't get in so i mean there's nothing <laughs> there's no other way but to do that and matthew eighteen three says and said verily i say unto you except ye be converted and become as little children ye shall not enter the kingdom of heaven so again there's just this faith that children have um and that ties into hebrews eleven six. the word of god is complete and comes full circle always it's like it's amazing it says but without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those of them that diligently seek him. 
So to tie both of those verses in, it's like, how are you going to please God without faith? You can't. That's just it. Um, Very clean cut, very straight to the point. And that when you come to God, you just have to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So, yeah. And then um, how do we get this faith? So Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I think a verse that kind of ties in nicely with this is Proverbs 22, 6. It says, train up a child and the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So just um, even teaching your children if you have them. But this is the importance of teaching children the word of God, which kind of ties into like this whole children's ministry thing that I'm going with. Um, so yeah, so Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what I feel like the Lord is saying about this season is this is one for me to get back to childlike faith. So... Um, so I guess kind of the instructions for that are, um, or at least part of the instructions that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if I want to build up my faith in God, one of the ways for me to do that is for me to read the word of God as a lifeline and that it will build up my faith and that, um, again, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Um, and then first first Corinthians, sorry, 12, eight through 10 says for two, one is given. Oh, this one, I'm going to give you guys a little preface. So this verse, first Corinthians 12, eight through 10 is about spiritual gifts. So faith is a gift. So people will sometimes say the gift of faith. That's what they're talking about here in first Corinthians 12, eight through 10 again. So another way, um, other than reading the word of God to edify, Um, yourself and to build up your faith is to ask God for it I mean we see this instance I'm not going to jump ahead of myself here but in first Corinthians 12 8 through 10 again sorry it says for to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom so somebody has wisdom right and then to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit so then another person has that gift they can have words of knowledge someone has wisdom and then to another faith by the same spirit. So there's the gift of faith. And then to another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit. And then verse 10, go finish up by saying, um, finishes up by saying to another, the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another, the discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues and to another, the interpretation of tongues. So other people in the body can work miracles. Other people in the body can prophesy. Um, other people in the body can discern spirits. Others can have diverse tongues. And then others can interpret those diverse tongues. So asking God for the gift of faith is a very um, biblical way <laughs> um, to, um, I don't want to say practical, but it's a way to increase your faith. So, Yeah. And then Mark 9, 23 through 25. So I love this story because it ties in with um, the verse that I just read. It says, it's about this man. And if you've ever heard the saying, help my unbelief or Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. It is Mark 9, 23 through 25. So verse 23 starts by saying, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. So Jesus is saying, if you believe, all things are possible if you believe. 
And straight away, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And y'all, yeah. I feel like that is a prayer in itself. Um, In certain trials that you may face, in certain circumstances, just, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Um, And God will do it. Um, Verse 25 then says, When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. So, I'm not going to try and wrongly interpret this verse, but I think it's really interesting that even though this man was saying, like, um, I believe, but help my unbelief. That's why I'm like, y'all, God will help you if you ask him in that unbelief. I think the issue is when we stay stuck in that unbelief and we just kind of sit down and pout about it and say, well, if God doesn't fix this situation, I'm not going to believe, okay, well, you're only hurting yourself. So (laughs) there's that. Um, But asking God to help you through that unbelief because there's nothing we can do from ourselves. Um, We need Christ. So yeah, when Jesus saw that, um, he went and casted the demon out of that child. So yeah, those are the Bible verses that I felt like I want me to include in here. So now we're going to head back over to these text messages. If I can unlock my phone. Okay. So shout out to my girl, Chelsea. Shout out to my girl, Kayla. Shout out to my girl, Debonair. Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> and just and Vanessa's not in this chat, but shout out to my homegirl, Vanessa. Well, if I start doing shout outs, we're going to be here for a minute. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> I love y'all. So I'm going to start again with um, the kind of just how I was feeling. So that it's a quick recap here. And so I said, y'all, please pray for me. Frowny face, you know, parenthesis, colon. Um, this season is odd. It's like sometimes I feel safe, sometimes I don't, but it's a lot worse this time. It's like I feel completely excluded from the body of Christ and like a fake. I feel like I don't even know how to pray in power anymore and feel powerless and can slightly feel like I still love God, but there's just this, there's still just this weird feeling. It's like I can't even feel excited about Jesus coming back because I don't know if I'd make it. And whenever something good happens to me, it feels like God is doing it for his name's sake and doesn't actually have a relationship with me anymore. So then Kayla says, whew, that's a whole 1000% attack. So (laughs) immediately that was edifying to me because like I said in the um, beginning of the episode, once I realized that something is an attack on me, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, wait until I tell Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I was like, okay, bet. Because I kind of just felt like that agreed in my spirit. Like, okay, just for somebody to confirm. Because I was praying kind of before this in my head. I'm like, Lord, if you could just give me a sign. Like, is this a me problem? Is this an attack? Like, what is going on? So then I referenced God as dad. So if this, so that you don't sound confused, that you don't feel confused as I'm reading this. So I said, she said, whew, that's a whole 1000% attack. And I said, well, I've been asking dad to show me if it's an attack or if it's really me. So Kayla then says, you need to stand on the truth. Faith is getting tested. I know how real all of it feels, but they're all lies. 
The enemy knows how to pull you down. He knows your weaknesses and he's using them all against you right now, which is <laughs> true. True. Oh, y'all. Okay. So as I'm talking to y'all, I feel like I'm getting a revelation. So also I get visions sometimes. So I'm like, I'm, I'm a dreamer. So I'll dream at night and then sometimes I'll get visions in the day. Like I could be worshiping and if my eyes are closed, I could see something um or anything like that and I had kind of just been seeing I think it was owls and then kind of just things that um are like monitoring spirits so if you don't know what those are I feel like the quickest way to kind of explain that or like the enemy watches you obviously it doesn't mean like exactly like okay so there's demonic spirits that watch you and then report and then they 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 go for it so you know how people say the enemy will I think there's a song that's kind of been going viral in the Christian community it's like um it's a Christian song and I think in the beginning he says that the devil learns from your mistakes even if you don't (laughs) yeah yeah so there are these spirits that will just kind of monitor you learn what your weaknesses are and then attack um only if God allows though so it's really just like Kayla was saying here your faith like my faith was being is being tested at the time so yeah that kind of makes sense because then she says the enemy knows how to pull you down he knows your weaknesses and he's using them all against me (laughs) yes because that's a whole other episode onto its own but especially the history of these kind of attacks that have been placed on me yes so she's right um, so I'll start again. You need to stand on the truth. Faith is getting tested. I know how real all of it feels, but they're all lies. The enemy knows how to pull you down. He knows your weaknesses and he's using them all against you right now. The Lord is allowing it, but it's exposing holes in your faith. <laughs> is this conviction? Um, and then she says, also, most of us have been kind of stripped of power lately. It's not just you. So kind of just some insight on that. I usually am... I don't want to be like I'm a prayer warrior and just the greatest, but I'm I'm usually a pretty powerful prayer, and I kind of just felt like lately it has not been that way, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, is this a me thing? But Kayla really shed some light on this that makes a lot of sense. I kind of forget that again. There are seasons, <laughs> so she said. Also, most of us have been kind of stripped of our stripped of power lately. Um, frowny face colon parenthesis um it's not just you but it's okay we're in pruning seasons trying seasons <laughs> um there's something he's trying to do here that doesn't warrant having the power we've experienced in the past i'll read that again there's something he's trying to do there's something that god is trying to do here that doesn't warrant having the power that we've experienced in the past so what am I going to be doing out here using power for like, I don't want to say for nothing, but there is a season for it, which makes a lot of sense. So there's something that God is trying to do and I just don't need the power for it right now. I don't. So maybe, maybe some revelation, perhaps um, we're just resting. Hmm. Cause hmm. Let's see. So then she says, this is all a test. It's a test. Stand firm in the faith. He loves you. It's for his glory, yes. But he lo- she's going back to where I said, um, sometimes I feel like when God does nice things for me, that is just for his name's sake and not because he actually loves me. So um, she said, 
Um, stand firm in the faith. He loves you. It's for his glory, yes, but he lavishes so much love and reward on us in return, which is very true. Um, part of the reason he deserves so much glory is because of how steadfast, true, and unfailing his love is towards us. I'm going to read that again. Part of the reason he de that God deserves so much glory is because of how steadfast, true, and unfailing his love is towards us. Um, and then she's still responding to my thought here about God doing things to, um, simply for his namesake um, and not for me. It says, honestly, the thought about God just doing it for his glory while you're a fly um, corresponds exactly with what the enemy felt before his rebellion, which I was like, <laughs> she said, it's an evil thought. It's not a view and it's not the truth. Don't eat it. Um, and then I kind of thought about this. There's a verse, I think, in Ezekiel with the scrolls. And then the Lord put a scroll in his mouth. It Ezekiel or Elijah I forget my bad but I'm like yeah that's not something that I want to eat I want to eat the words of the Lord and then she said and as far as you feeling excluded are you sure it's not just because you need to be isolated due to the prophetic calling on your life sometimes I feel like my isolation um due to being prophetic has just been a, like a lifelong thing this time I feel like my isolation is because I just wasn't like that enemy was just trying to attack me and I wasn't feeling saved so that when other people in the body would be rejoicing about Christianity and um, the return of the Lord um, Jesus I would be like okay like I would I'll be trying I'm like well I would love to be excited but I just don't know where we stand right now right so I didn't think that that had to do with my prophetic calling so she was just asking but I was like no so then I responded, that's very true. I didn't think about it like that. Dad withholding power for a time. And then just kind of like responding to those. So then Chelsea comes in and she's like, bro, same, Rebecca. And I'm like, sigh, with a capital H at the end. And then um, Chelsea gives a word and she says, I can relate but I feel like our faith is really getting tested. Just um, agreeing with what Kayla said. She said, yesterday I saw a verse, y'all buck, buckle up, buckle up for this revelation right here. Cause when I read this, I was like, wait a minute. So here we go, grab your seat belt, make sure you're sitting and buckle up. She said, yesterday I saw a verse in Psalms 81 verse seven. God spoke saying, I tested your faith when there was no water at Meribah. Okay, so what is Meribah? I'm glad you asked. Meribah was a place in the wilderness. Meribah, this is Chelsea's words here. Meribah was a place in the wilderness. Meribah, well, Chelsea's words, but she would want me to tell y'all that it was the Holy Spirit speaking through her. So there. Um, but this is what the text is from her side. To clarify. Okay, so Meribah was a place in the wilderness. Meribah means quarreling. Okay, so for those of y'all... Um, Quarreling is just kind of like fussing, uh, complaining in a sense. Complaining is a lack of better word, but it's like fussing, you know? So Maribah means quarreling. It reminds me of how we quarrel with God through our flesh, our feelings. It's like we wrestle with him. We become drained by our constant fight for the faith alone. Moses named this place Maribah and Massa. Maribah means quarreling and Massa means testing. Whew! Somebody! Somebody! Somebody, <laughs> this is a word. Exodus 17, seven says, Moses named this dry place Meribah and Moses, because the Israelites quarreled, 
I think Mariba and uh, I think she meant to say Mariba and Massa. Yeah. At least I think so. So I'll read that again. Exodus 17 verse 7 says Moses named this dry place Meribah and Massa because the Israelites quarreled um, and because they tested the Lord saying, is, y'all, this is where it hit home for me. Because the Israelites were out there quarreling and they're like, is the Lord among us or not? (sighs) And I just feel like God is, I just feel like God is standing there as a father and he just looks down he's like, Y'all, I'm getting those Holy Spirit chills because really, I feel like, <sighs> Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's a lack of this childlike faith. And I feel like that honestly is not, God is not a fan because he's standing there as this father and he's just trying to test us and to make us better and to grow us in our faith. We love to say, hallelujah, I'm going from glory to glory. Praise God. But nobody wants to deal with that that place of testing right in between. So God is standing there as a father looking down at his children. And we're down here like, well, is the Lord among us or not? Is the Lord here? God, are you there? And as valid as our feelings are, like, let's take a step back and remember that God is steadfast and faithful. We are in covenant. Come on. And God is standing there as a father. He's looking down. He's like, I'm right here. In fact, sometimes I don't even think he's looking down. I think he's right next to us. I'm sitting in my office chair. I'm like, God's probably sitting on the edge of my bed. Come on. He's like, I'm right here. He's right there. So I'm going to come back. So picking up, um, it says the Israelites were saying, is the Lord among us or not? Isn't that what we're doing? And she says, isn't that what we're doing in this place right now? God, I can't hear you. Are you still there? I don't feel your love, so I must not be loved. I don't even know if you care. Are you listening to me? How often do we do that in our walk? And God forbid, oh Jesus. God forbid we just forfeit a test where there was a reward if we endured, just a reward if we endured just because, and we gave up, and I feel, sometimes I feel like we f- we really forfeit these rewards because we're like, well, I'm just, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if God is here, blah, blah, blah. And God forbid walking away from the faith at that, but that's a whole nother thing. So don't give up. There, God does not cause pain without something new to be born. He promises in his word, hold on. And that's a word to me too. I'm not out here trying to be just like preaching at you like, you better, you better, you better. No, we better. So into the next message. She continues, but as we test God, he is testing us in this dry place. Um, And she was saying that her throat longs for water as well. And she says, but God is here and he never forsook me. She's talking to me here. She says, but God is here and he never forsook you. Um, I feel he really wants us to tap deeper into the meaning of sonship, which is confirmation for me because my youth pastor, he says a lot. um, I think even when he prays that he says, Lord, that you would lavish us in your sonship. And that became, (laughs) this had to be the Holy Spirit talking through here because I don't really talk about this a lot, a lot. So the fact that she kind of just has that wording, I'm like, yep, confirmation. Because it had become a prayer of mine then. I'm like, well, I would wake up in the morning like, Lord, if you would lavish me in your love and lavish me in your sonship daughtership you know what I mean and the Lord would do it and I would say but that's that's only part one part two then is to say and that I would be aware 
Because God, he will lavish you in that sonship. He will lavish you in that love. But what good is it? Well, not to say what good is it. But the idea here is for you to be aware of it so that you can sit back and rest in the Father's arms, yeah? So I would say, Lord, that you would lavish me in your love today. That you would lavish me in your sonship. And that I would be sensitive to your spirit and be sensitive to the things that you do in the small and the big. And I will find myself even (laughs) an example that even happened again today. Our library, on the main floor, there are these nice, like, wooden tables, and then they have this lamp that's in the middle, and it's nice and bright, very study-gram-like, you know, and I always always want one, but sometimes I don't even bother praying for one. Sometimes I shut myself off, and I'm like, oh, God, there's no way there's going to be one there, and then sometimes he's just like, well, why don't you try asking me for one, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 so when I would even pray those things I would say Lord lavish and before the morning before I left to go to school I would say um Lord that you would lavish me in your love lavish me in your sonship and that I would be aware and just you know to be able to sense your spirit and when you're moving and see those things that you're doing in my life um so I would walk into the library from the ground floor and I would say Lord if you would show me your love for me your heart towards me today that there would be um uh, a nice table for me on the main floor because for the main floor there's probably they're right by the doors there's probably 15 of them mind you we have 29,000 students so yeah I mean go figure so I go upstairs and then it'll be like just this one sitting there not two available not three one sitting there and I'd be like <laughs> Jesus. Or I'll go to the coffee shop and I'd order like a small or a medium and then they would charge me for a small and give me a large or something. I'm like, what is going on? That's that's God. And then my spirit would automatically kind of just like leap and be like, well, there's one. And then I would kind of just like a treasure hunt throughout the day of like, oh, there's something else God did for me. There's, there's, there. And then not only just things that are materialistic and things that I can see, but just kind of the way that I would be feeling throughout my day. Um, and that God would just, and even when I would log on Pinterest and I'd see like a certain verse that just really resonates with me, those are the ways that the father displays his heart towards his children so ask the lord to be aware of those things so going back to chelsea's message um she said i really feel like he wants us to tap deeper into the meaning of sonship so i don't want to speak on that for too much longer but absolutely do i agree so hold on to that for yourselves as well and then she finishes and she says it's a testing season but God is testing, excuse me, but God is testing our endurance as we run the marathon, which is facts. Sometimes I feel like God's like, grow up. <laughs> you you want me to continuously hold you, not to say he's going to like, like let go of our hands, but he's like, because I'm a big sign person. And I got to a point where the Holy Spirit laid it on my heart for me to um, to ask him, Lord, would you help me to stop asking for a sign all the time? Because it's kind of hard to grow in your faith if say I ask the Lord if you want me to do this show me this and then he gives me the sign and then where was the faith I mean I asked for a sign and you cannot live by signs because then what about I mentioned in another podcast episode that Charles Spurgeon quote whereas he's like where he says um if you can't trace paraphrasing here when you can't trace the hand of God you have to trace his heart so now if you can't find where he is and you're kind of feeling alone 
good luck asking for a sign. I mean, it's <laughs> so I was asking the Lord, he impressed it on me to ask him to stop looking for signs and that he would just grow my faith. So it's very, it's very true where she's saying here, but God is testing our endurance as we run the marathon because we need to grow up. That's a wake up call. And it says we're in a region and I really like this. She says we're in a region of the track where there aren't tables with cups of water on the sidelines. Those could even be signs. Like we're running, we're running our race of faith, and then God's like, do this. And I'm like, okay, God, cool. Um, a sign, please. Then I grab that cup of water. Then, you know, task completed. Wow, this has been awesome. Nope, there's no cups of water on this part of the track. Um, and then she says, eventually we'll run into the region where there's cups again. But right now requires, she said, but right now requires endurance for us to get there. But keep running. Don't let the enemy stop you in your tracks trying to convince you that you aren't saved. The water within the cups we long for is the action of us standing in the truth of God. So kind of reiterating what Kayla was saying. It's like, stand on truth, stand on truth, stand on truth. Um, and then it says, that's what's going to keep us going in this season. Just like Moses spoke life to the rock to bring forth water, speak life over yourself and put to death the lies of the enemy. You are saved by grace through faith. And then, you know, boom, boom. Oh, she just texted in the group chat. <laughs> I love Chelsea. Um, God has kind of led me to this song by Maverick City Music and it's called um, Real Thing. I guess I'll just sing a little bit. I don't know. Why not? Let me bring back up the lyrics because I'm not trying to sing anything that's not here. But the part that's just been in my head all the time that the Lord is relaying to me about this season. Um, and it really just blew me away. There's this part here that says, You've been here all this time. Tell me where I've been looking because you weren't hard to find. Mercy, open my eyes. I'm losing my religion to be loved like a child. I promise. And then I had posted that on Instagram and I kind of just captioned it, that portion of the song, and then said that this is a season where the Lord is teaching me about childlike faith. Because going back quickly to how this episode came about is for one, this season, then two, I asked for the Lord for confirmation on Pinterest which is something I do a lot. And then I had seen some verses, I think, um, I'm not going to try and quote them because I don't remember. But then there was two verses that kind of confirmed for me to do this. So, excuse me. And then Chelsea just came in the group chat and she said, Rebecca, how dare you think you're not a child of God when you emit healing rivers when you sing? <laughs> Girl, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's kind of what's been going on with those messages and I I feel like that that blessed me twice <laughs> the first time I read them and then the second so that pretty much covers everything for the most part yeah and then of course you know I'm always check back in with you guys and let you know how things are going oh to kind of just catch up now I feel a lot better so there's that um yeah once I know, like I said, that something is a, an issue, like a matter of faith, I'm like, well, step one, let's recap here. Um, read the word of God. Step two, ask the Lord for the gift of faith. And then, you know, we move. 
that's that's what we're doing so yes I feel like I don't want to just keep going on and on and on um but yeah that kind of just concludes this episode and I hope that it helped you so I'm gonna close this out in prayer and that's gonna be episode three of the Hallelujah Anyway podcast Father Lord, thank you so much for this episode and thank you for every listener. And I just speak your healing over them. I don't know why I felt led to say that, but Lord, I just pray that you heal everyone, um, whether that be spiritually, whether that be something that's physically going on in their body, um, but that you would just release your healing power and that you would mend every heart that's listening, every, every part of us that needs healing because you're Jehovah Rapha. Lord, that you would just continue to make yourselves, yourself known to us um, and that we would just receive your gift of faith or that you would just release that over us, that you give us faith to trust you and to trust you, you and your covenant with us um, and that you just release more faith and that you release healing and that we just continue to grow in you and abide in you, Lord, that you just continue to show yourself to us and lavish us in your love and your sonship and um show your heart to us your heart that is for us and that you're not against us and that you love us and that we just see how that changes our lives Lord, i pray for every girl who just doesn't feel like she's good enough that you are lavishing yourself over her and your perfect love um lord you know the vision that i just saw and i just again um really feeling led to pray for healing god for every mental battle that someone um, that's listening to is fighting lord god for the father wants you to know that you are treasured by him and that you don't have to harm yourself um in any capacity at all and that he cares for you and that he heals your wounds um that he heals your he um he heals your wounds he heals your diseases and forgives you of your iniquities um and for the girl who just feels like she can't come to the father and ask for forgiveness that there's too much to clean up lord we thank you that you're in the business of cleaning up um we thank you that there's no mess that is too big for you that nothing scares you that you've seen everything from the beginning to the end and that your mercy seat is available to us and that we could come and ask you that you are faithful to forgive us of our sins and that you don't condemn us lord that you looked at the woman in the dirt the adulterous woman and you you forgave her and lord you asked her woman where your woman where's your where are your accusers so we thank you that you are the god who is merciful but that you are still holy and just thank you for your perfect balance we just thank you for who you are and who you will continue to be in our lives. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray that you set a generation of women ablaze for you with torches in their hands. That Lord, like the quote that I've seen many times, that we will leave this generation, we will leave this world more in awe of Jesus than we found it. Father, that is all about you. That Lord, that you are placing anointings on the women who are listening to this podcast right now in the name of Jesus. That you would visit us, oh Lord God and dreams and visions that you would just continue to reveal to us your path of life for us that you would reveal your wisdom to us that you are calling us in lord as 2020 comes in lord we don't even want to think about that right now what are you doing now in this month what are you doing now in this week what are you doing now in this moment that you would open our eyes soften our hearts more that we would delight ourselves in you 
that our hearts would be softened towards you, Jesus, and that we would be receptive and that we would accept your plan and that you just make, you just mold our hearts towards you, mold our hearts to be more like you, Lord, that you are helping us grow in our fruits and that you are making us aware of the trials that may come um, and, and growing those fruits and that we don't waste those tests, Lord. Um, thank you for those of us um, who are, I think in school, yeah, Lord, those of us who are in school right now that we are closing on our finals, that right now we just come against any spirit of stress, any spirit of anxiety right now in the name of Jesus, um, that your daughters are closing out strong and that we are warriors in you and that we have the mind of Christ and Lord, that you're not worried, so we don't have to be and that we are just pressing on forward, um, doing your work, that you have us placed and Lord, I, um, right now in the name of Jesus, I just ask for divine placement of your daughters. There are a lot of things that you want to do and a lot of things that you want to release. And Lord, we just come into agreement with you. So we're two or more gather that you are in their midst. So Lord, we, I just come into agreement with anyone who is asking you for this divine placement, Lord God, and that you just do it for all of us, that we are receptive towards you, that our hearts are towards you, that you have our yes, and that we will go where you want us to go. We will say what you want us to say, be what you want us to be. And we thank you that you don't just place heavy burdens on us, but that your yoke is easy and that your burden is light. And Lord, that we will love what you have in store for us because you know us better than we know ourselves. So Lord, I just thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus, that you speak a better word over us. When the enemy comes in like a flood, that you raise up a standard. So I thank you for that, Lord Jesus, and that you're just touching your daughters, changing our lives, changing our hearts, changing our minds. And that you're just preparing us for your kingdom, preparing us for everything that you have in store for us. And Lord, that we don't miss a thing in the name of Jesus. And I just pray that whatever time it is that someone is listening to this, that they have a blessed night, that they have a blessed afternoon, a blessed morning, a blessed evening. But that you just go with us and before us in all that we do and that you hold us, Lord, like you said in your word, I think in Isaiah, that you hold us to your chest like the good shepherd that you are. So hold us in your chest, Lord, that we may hear your heart and that you would write your word on our hearts that we might not sin against you. So thank you for who you are. Again, Lord, for all that you do, for all that you're going to do. Thank you for being faithful, constant, and a wonderful Savior. And that you are everything that we will ever need and that you provide everything that we ever need. And it's all of these things that I pray. And that you, again, would just bless your daughters, change us, make us everything that you want us to be. We will be receptive. Um, it's all these things that I pray in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, and <laughs> protection of your daughters. Um, that you just, um, like your word says, that you release your angels and that they are sent about us um, to bear us up lest we dash our foot against the stone. So thank you, Lord, for your angelic protection. That you yourself go with us and before us and that we are never alone. Um, and it's all these things that I pray in your name, Jesus. Oh, and again, something else, Lord, um, that you would just give us a desire for your word, because we know that that's hard, and Lord, that we don't fall asleep, and that we would, that you would prompt us to speak to you several times during the day, Lord, that we know that your our quiet time with you doesn't end when we close the door and when we leave for school or for work in the morning. 
Lord, I pray for women in the workforce as well, that you are giving them strength um, and courage and your boldness to do what you have asked them to do. But Lord, that um, going back, that you give us just the we, that you give us appointments to meet with you, that we're not tired and everything like that. We just come against every plot, plan, plan of the enemy that it would be thwarted and aborted in the name of Jesus. That we do not receive those things, um, and that we would stay awake. That we would read your word, Lord. That you would even wake us up in the fourth watch. Lord, in those midnight hours that you want to speak to us and release things that we would be wake up and be receptive to you. Um, Lord, that you would put a fire in us, that we would be willing to fast and um, give us a desire for your word and that you release revelation about your word so that we can learn more about you and be able to equip other women of God um, and, and disciple um, uh, uh, according to your word, Lord. So it's all of these things that I pray. And thank you for your sacrifice. It's all these things that I pray in your mighty and precious name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So, yes, that concludes another episode of the Hallelujah Anyway podcast. That was a great prayer for me because I feel like I haven't prayed like that in a long time. And that God was definitely just really here and that he was speaking. So, really grateful for that. Um... And yeah, so that closes out this third episode, and I pray that the Lord gives all of us more childlike faith and that we can just grow in his ways, grow in his statutes, and just abide in him overall. So yeah, that concludes this episode.